talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. y'all what's going on welcome back to just absolutely boxing podcast this is episode 63 i'm combo breaker 99 it's your boy boxing p and we are back again we want to talk about last weekend's fights uh, between alexander usig and marat gassiev last time i said gassiev so i got it right this time jaime Mongia versus liam smith mm. and we're going to talk about this weekend's fights coming up between dillian white Versus Joseph Parker and the, unif- the big fight, the unification fight, Mikey Garcia and Robert Easter Jr. Yeah. But uh, overall, what did you think of uh, last week's fight between uh, Jaime Munguia and Liam Smith, man? <clears throat> um, I mean, hands down, it was a good fight. I mean, both guys were bringing it. You know, um, it was a very entertaining fight um, and a fun fight to watch. Um, now... You know, analyzing the fight, we see, you know, different things going on. Um, a lot of people feel like, you know, a lot of things were seen about, you know, Mungia, um not really being on the level of some of the more elite names at 154 or whatever. And um, I mean, I agree with that, you know, <clears throat> a lot. A lot was, I'm not going to say exposed, but a lot was shown in this fight. And I mean, even from his own mouth, he admitted that he's green. I mean, he is 21 years old. <clears throat> he's a young kid. But I just like what he's bringing to the table as far as staying active. He only fought two, you know, he was in the ring two months ago. You mm-hmm. know, two months later, you're back in the ring. I mean, before that, he was in talks of getting in there with Triple G. You know what I mean? So the kid is showing that he has the heart, if nothing else, to get in there and um, fight anybody. And that's that's more the energy I want to see from these young guys. And I want to see these guys um, acting like fighters and acting like they want to be the best in the world. But um, overall, like I said, it was a great fight. You know, Mungia, he's a 21-year-old kid. He was in there. With a guy, Liam Smith, who's he's crafty, he's very technical, and um, he, he's experienced. Like I say, and you know, the last episode we were talking about it. Me personally, I don't know how to measure it, but you know, when you share the ring with a, with a great, that it's a lesson you take something from that. I mean, we've seen Canelo level up in his game since the Floyd fight we've seen I mean many people be in the ring with with greatness and learn from that and you know go on to become a better fighter and I believe that you know Liam Smith wound up getting stopped by Canelo but he was in there nine rounds with Canelo analyzing and watching and seeing certain things that you know this high caliber fighter was doing so um it really, it really was, it really was that type of thing, you know. The 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 the, the more experienced vet against the young naive, you know, 
new guy and um but it still turned out to be a good fight you know what i'm saying i mean these yeah. both guys well, it was action it wasn't a lot of holding it was just really a lot of a lot of high pace action i mean 12 rounds it, it was it was pretty high pace yeah that's, and that's my thing too like watching the whole fight for me it was like we say it's a learning experience you know for a guy who's 21 who just got a belt at the same time he's the type of guy that's not looking back you know, he, he wants to keep moving forward. Now that he got a belt, he's not saying that, hey, I might need to take a few fights to get, you know, get right. Right. You know, no, nah, he's right. saying her next, Charlo next. Now that he got that belt. Right. Hey, shit, he, he wanted to go in there with Triple G, like you said, That's you know, saying, you mean. know. So he's just the type of guy, like I said, he's bringing everything that you want to see right now. Right. You know, his road is still, you know, undefined, you know, but like right now he's starting off good. Like That's you're saying, good. Liam Smith, he might not be the guy. That's bringing the bringing the power, bringing you know the best technical skill, but uh, he's a name, mm-hmm. and not just you're not just bringing you know your physical, you're not just getting everything your physical experience, you're just getting your pressure experience, you know your mental experience, right? And, and that's getting in there with the name, that's pressure alone, you know. Absolutely. He might not be the best guy in the world, but like when you hear oh Saddam Ali. Liam Smith, he been in there with Canelo. You already feeling like you got to perform to a certain level, you know? I mean, the, the mental pressure. Yeah, the, the mental, mental pressure. So mental you already pressure. feeling like, damn, I might have to, you know, get him out of there faster than Canelo did, you know? Mm-hmm. You never know what he's feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, hey, I might have to out, you know, outskill, outpunch him, you know, do do whatever I can do to make a bigger statement than the last right. man did. But right. the win, where he came away with it, was like a 20-year-old, 21-year-old line would do it, you know? Right, to, to me. That's know. how I feel. I feel to like me. the knockout didn't come, but he still kept his foot on the gas and say, this, I'm going I'm to still make my statement. I still want to unify, you know? Right. And right. he's definitely looking like a guy that wants to move on to, like I said, he's not backtracking. He wants to keep going forward. And, and even in a guy like Liam Smith, I mean, the loss to Canelo, he gained some fans. This this loss he gained some fans because the guy is a crafty game guy and th- those were two good performances and people want to see those type of people come back yeah. and fight again you know what I mean so um, even, even Liam Smith in defeat it, it was it was a you know it was a good performance from him you know what yeah. I mean it was a good performance it was because for for <laughs> Liam Smith. I think the only thing he lacked was, I won't say, you know, power, power, but just that respectful power to keep a guy off of him. You know, if he just had enough of that type of power just to kind of, you know, keep him back while he was kind of showing those holes in his game, maybe he would have had a little bit more. Because yeah. you need yeah. some, you need at least yeah. some of that just to kind of keep a guy off you. Like, you know, Floyd was able to keep Canelo off of him. Uh-huh. It wasn't just skill. It was it was them, them, sharp, them jabs. sharp jabs mm-hmm. and precise right hands. So... I think, you know, that was just the thing that was lacking. But other than that, yeah, I think for him to go 12 rounds, I got to take my hat off to him, you know. That was something we don't know a lot of guys, you know, young guys, other young guys in the junior middleweight division, they probably can't do, you know. It's still yet to be seen. Or or they won't even take the chance to get in. Take the chance for us to see something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing, um, Jaime, um, I'm, I'm curious to see him in there with somebody with some power, though, and to see the different reaction because I mean I see a, I see a big tough kid and um you gonna have to have some pop maybe to do something to this kid you mm-hmm. know I don't know yet I need to see you know see, need to see more from him but he's a big boy 
Yeah. He's a big boy, so um, you know, is that going to play into his advantage at 154, just being able to take a lot of shots from these guys, you know, being able to walk through a lot of their shots because he really need to be at 168 or 160, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What, um, what weight did he come in in the fight? Like 176? Or something? Yeah, 176. So, yeah. I mean, Liam was 172, but they said that that was premeditated. He he forced himself mm. to put weight on so he wouldn't be as much underweight come yeah. fight night. But Hami, I think it was just a regular, that's just, just normal thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, but definitely, and overall, it was, a, it was a very entertaining and a good fight. And that's the thing, like, I didn't expect it to be entertaining in that way, I I was expecting a knockout, you know, a stoppage, you know, some blood, but mm-hmm. it, none of those things really happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just turned out to be a 12 round, you know, kind of um dominant, dominant, yeah, yeah dominant performance, dominant yeah, performance, yeah, definitely yeah. dominant performance, mm-hmm. you know, but but never, never, um, Liam. I mean, at some point, at some point in the fight, he realized he just could, the only thing he could do was, you know. Make it to the end, Make you know, the knockout wasn't yeah. there. But, you know, he still was down to do that. I didn't see him looking for a way out, you know what I'm Yeah, saying? he didn't sit on the stool and yeah, nothing like that. It was hard through the whole fight. Looking at the ref and, yeah. you know, all yeah. that stuff. So, I mean, you know, take my hat off to him for that, you know, because a guy don't got to do that, eh? He can go sit in the corner and yeah. my hand broke. Yeah, especially you know when you, like we saying, you in there with the guy that's coming in as a light heavyweight. You ain't got to stay in there, you know, to yeah. you know a certain extent. Yeah. If, and, and, if you and, ain't winning, and even the guy who's coming in there, like I said, you know, they 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 they, they want Hami to be Hami Mungia to be a rock star already. But come on, I mean, we had with that 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 takes time. I like mm-hmm. what I see, but that takes time. You know, I seen just the 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 the, the, the amount of press he got for this fight. I mean, he was on the blogs. He was. You know, interviews everywhere, and it was just, it was a lot of hype behind him for this fight. And um, the hype will come just focus on the goods right now, delivering the goods. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, we see that he he really needs to, you know, work on delivering the goods because if he if he can, you know, raise his 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 his, his level. And, and as far as the boxing is going, I mean, he could be, he could be, he could be, dang, he could be, he could be great, at Yeah. He could be great. Yeah. When you, when you do compare it to being a rock star, you know, his demo and everything blew up, you know, blew people away. So now he's on that level of performing, you know, good shows, show stopping shows, exactly. you know, but if he wants to stay on that level, he has to keep blowing people away, you exactly. know, with those type of performances. Because, exactly. you know, Saturday, I would call that pleasing. You know, it was pleasing, but at the same time, like you got to blow people away right, right. now. It, it wasn't that mouth water what, what we what we thought was gonna happen, yeah. but it was pleasing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was pleasing. Yeah, you know, like the hardcores, like we said, we'll walk away talking about analyzing this and that. You right. know, the, the body <clears throat> language and the 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 punches thrown, but like you want your casual fan to say, "Damn, look what he did!" You know, Absolutely. look at him knock this dude out. And, you know, yeah. you want to see all that. That's why I say, right now, he is that he is in um. He's in good hands the way he's, you know, his trainers are moving him. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, even his own mind state is saying, you know, I want to keep going forward, you I'm know. Keep going forward. At the same time, you're learning while you're going forward. You're not backtracking. So, right. you know, not ducking anybody. So I think that as far as like his next step, my my question is, what do you think? Um, ready for another title or just another another name guy? And that's what I was about to say, Ant. <clears throat> You know, they got him on a roller coaster right now, you know, this upward tra- trajectory. And um, 
but he needs to remain humble because that can become intoxicating and you get a false sense of reality. You know what I mean? Right. That, that stuff will make you think you better than what you are. So. Oh, I meant to say, I say not another, you know, another belt holder, but maybe like another gatekeeper or something like gatekeeper. that. Okay. Um, now that's the, and I was about to get to that point. Like, um, so now, I mean, he forced Adam Ali and then came in there with Liam Smith. Some people might say, oh, both of those guys were nobody, but I mean, they were. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one guy was a world champion, beat Kodo. I mean, you know, beat Kodo. Another guy, you know, was in there with Canelo. So, so both guys, I mean, they got names on their resume, eh? you know what I mean? Bigger names than anybody else at 154. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to respect them in that capacity, but I like that he's not in there just calling out random people. He's calling out people who holding the belt because he yeah. wants to unify. I like that energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's, 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 it's the Terrence Crawford blueprint. You know what it's I'm the, saying? Yeah. You know, now will he get heard or a, a, a belt holder next? Probably not, but that's fine because we see where his energy is, mm-hmm. you know, his trajectory. So if he gets a, a soft touch and then that we'll be cool with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we see what, what, what he's gunning for, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm thinking, you know, one of those titles, yeah, it's still down the line because uh, if he wants to take another fight, you know, that's fine because mm-hmm. we already know where he's coming from. Right. We already know the language he's speaking, you know, right. is, is you know, dominance, you know, right. take over the division. And like, I feel like her, you know, I, feel, I know her, he's not a guy to duck him. But mm-hmm. right now, his fight that he's looking forward is to is Jamel, you mm-hmm. know, and I feel like that's a fight that he's entitled to. Absolutely. You know, because like, like I said, he's he's the same way. He's a guy that's pushing forward, not back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, you know, Mungi, he is a few steps behind her, you know, because mm-hmm. I consider her the number one guy at 154, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I was going to say, what do you think about Laura, Arasani Laura? You think that'd be too. I mean, the, but the, 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 the thing is, and the, the styles are going to make fights. You know, I do believe Jared Hurd is the best in the division, but but, but d- 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 what would these different styles, how would these different styles pose a threat to him? That's what I'm curious to see mm-hmm. because ain't, it's no other Mungia. It's no other person in the division like a Mungia, a brawler. Just saying, any of those guys, Charlo, how would these guys deal with a big, tough brawler? You know, mm-hmm. coming forward for 12 rounds. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Man. It's going to be very, from my you know, perspective. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? Because I, I haven't really seen these guys in there with big, strong brawlers who can go 12 rounds, mm-hmm. who can take a punch. You know, the Laura thing, somebody like Laura might expose him really bad and it might it might not be a good fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Laura's super slick. You know, he, he's going to capitalize on this guy's pretty much bad footwork, bad mm-hmm. balance, mm-hmm. you know. The defense mm-hmm. that could be a bad fight for Mungia. So, you know do you think it's a bad fight uh, since it's not a title holder? Yeah, since if it was a since title, it, since it's not a title yeah, holder, if it's yeah, not a title holder, know. not to take that fight. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. Um, because I mean, for for somebody like Mungia, like I'm still trying to figure out what type of brawler is he. Like, is he the type like if he fights another brawler, will taking a punch kind of amp him up more? That or, brand that well, I told you I see the Bam Bam on my yeah. We still and see that's what I'm saying. Even him, we still have to see more. Yeah, because there's two ways it could go. Like I said with the brawler, like like you say, he take punches, he might get amped up, 
or is he the type to fold under a boxer press? You know, too good you know, of a box could confuse him. Confuse but him, frustrate so, you know, we see, you we, know. we kind of have yet to see you now. So that's what I'm. That's why these styles, once these styles clash, is going to be interesting there because you can't say which style is better. You yeah. know, you can't say oh, yeah. this technical guy is going to beat you. We don't know to 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 till they clash or whatever, and um, you know, we 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 see from from then on. But you know, I do. Like the way he's coming into the game, like staying active, you know, got a belt, you know, ready to, 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 to and aiming for another belt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Aiming for it anyway, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And um, I mean, he's 21, like I say, and I mean, where's he gonna be at a 25 at? Yeah, I mean, he's you know, they they want him to be a rock star, so I'm thinking now. He's he's getting attention of other people. He might start working with some other coaches, and can, I don't know. But it's just, it's just interesting to see, you know, what what they will make of this kid. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, he he got a lot of things that we just not used to seeing. I mean, a big Mexican like that ain't yeah. no disrespect. You know what I mean? We just it, it's a yeah. few things that he has that's not we're not really used to seeing. On the norm, I mean, this is, you know, you got David Benavidez. He's a big, you know, it, it, it's just been you, you coming see, around yeah, as of yeah, lately. Because yeah, yeah, you do when you lately. think of like the Mexican bros, you think of it like you say, Bam Bam, yeah. uh, Chavez. You know, the lower weights. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you know Chavez Junior. He was like a big, you know, big Mexican, you right. know, light heavyweight. Right. But right. you know, he he never fared as well as his father. But that's kind of like a different look it brings to boxing. It know, brings a different look. Divisions, you know? It wasn't always around, I don't think. I mean, that's why they were in the smaller division because yeah. most of those were smaller guys. But now, you know, they're getting bigger. They're getting I mean, bigger, I mean, we had, I mean, Cain Velasquez, you know, UFC. I UFC, mean, Mexican, heavyweight, I mean, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's getting crazy out there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So um, I just like that in, 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 in Mugia. You know what I mean? Like I say, they, you know, everybody's it's strap season. It's young lions only. It's this is that. Okay, well let's let's let, let, mm-hmm. let's do that then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's do that. And that's what we said on Instagram. It's like all these young guys got the, this piece of the state. You know, let's let's get them. You know, it. let's let's unify. Let's you know, let's let's, it. let's get it all going. I mean, you know? make your own 154 tournament. You, you know, know? What I mean, I mean, dude, build your legacy. Build a legacy, man. Just because you got a belt. That's not a legacy. Mm-hmm. Build your legacy, you know. Because my thing is, like, as a fighter, like we talked about last time, is like if I was a fighter, you know, I could say, I know politics come in the game, but my thing would always to be like to get all of the crown. Because once you got all the crown, you guarantee that you, okay, you got your legacy, but you can then you can vouch for I don't. I'm deserving of this amount of money. Exactly. You know, this X amount exactly. of dollars goes to me exactly. now. You know, exactly. And you get that by destroying whoever they call the next superstar mm-hmm. destroying the hype trains you know what i mean you know you you got the you got to really petition for that and i don't think that some guys are really petitioning for it like that you know Damn. andre ward he did you know when he was in the bad business deal he said hey i'm sacrificing a couple of years you know to get out of it right so then i could get the big line you know yeah i'm sacrificing my livelihood yeah he ain't talking about a man who had this going on that he's I mean that was his livelihood yeah, he, he was prime on his, years of, of his was, boxing career he was on the shelf for a good two you years know. you know and he, there were so many things he could have been doing but he was like I gotta get this right mm-hmm. so I can get the money right later mm-hmm. cause I already did the legacy part you know alright All right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying man like I like the way is going right now myself you know I like the way he's pushing himself um, as far as Liam Smith what do you think he's still Still give guys trouble at 154? I mean, 
Him and Laura, man, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, that would be good. it's definitely inter- It's definitely some fights there for, yeah. for a guy like Liam. I mean, when you perform like that, and you deserve another a go in the ring. You know what I mean? He didn't quit. He didn't go like a punk. You know, he stood in there for twelve rounds, and I mean, did the best he 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 could. You know, he was he was outgunned. He was outweighed. You know, it was a lot of things not in his favor, but you know, he 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 stuck it out and showed it. You know, he got some heart. That's pretty much all I got on that fight. Uh, let me go ahead and speak on this um, Alexander Usyk versus Marat Garcia fight. I thought it was going to end in a knockout, but I really had to take a look and just kind of analyze what style, you know, Usyk brings to the table. And he's a boxer, man. He showed that he's a pure boxer. This versus Gassiev, he showed that he was just one dimensional. You know, the announcers, they said it themselves. I mean, from round one, the pace was already set, you know, uh, Usyk, he was able to keep him. He was just able to keep him from that on the outside, just keeping high volume of jabs, just nice footwork the whole fight, man. I mean, the thing about that was it was just like Gassiev, he never really stepped on the gas to try to get that power, you know, like we've seen him in mm-hmm. other fights, you know. And Usyk, you could tell he watched the tapes. He knew exactly if the place you don't want to be is on the inside or on the ropes because there was like one point. I want to say in like round round three, he did catch him with a little right hand. He did taste a little bit of that power, man. And like he kind of just shook him. He just woke him up a little bit. So he went right back to doing what he was doing. And that was just boxing the perfect fight, man. The fight was 120 to 10. I want to say 120 to 108, 12 rounds to zero. Wow. I really couldn't give guys a single round, man, because it was just brilliant boxing by Usyk. You know, like I said, outside, not overcommitting to punches, just keeping him, you know, off balance non-stop moving he was never on the back foot just side to side movement keeping the jab in his face and you really don't see like i said this division is kind of like the early 90s heavyweight division because you see these guys throwing high um, he, you know he's like throwing high amount of punches and not getting tired you know right he's throwing all these punches but at the same time like i said he's not gassed like these heavyweights now yeah, to see a big guys throwing like that that volume of punches or whatever yeah, so he's just, you know, constantly double, triple jabbing to keep this guy on the outside. And, and something the announcers say that I agree with was with Gassiev. In the gym, they were saying that he really practices on these accurate punches. But when you're walking somebody down, you really got to learn how to cut them off, but you got to stay busy. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, he was just being a walking heavy bag, which he was because when you're looking for these one you know, these one home run shots, these one accurate shots, you let rounds pass by, you know. Yeah, yeah, He's always saying yeah. it in his body language, just like when I miss this, when I miss that, he's like, I'll get him in the third, I'll get him in the fourth. Right. But by then, it's already seven, eight rounds down. You know, you done lost eight rounds. Right. So you really have to turn it up, kind of like they were saying Golovkin. He's a hard hitter, but he while he's box. stalking, he while he's stalking, box. he's boxing, yeah. you know, he's keeping a jab in the guy's face. You know, he's setting him up. But it was just too much following him around the ring. And like I said, it was just being one-dimensional, you know, waiting for one or two shots. I I couldn't even really say he was throwing more than 20 shots around, you know. So it was really just open and shut case, man. It was complete opposite. I thought it would have been a little bit more back and forth. But you said, you know, like I said, he really showed the IQ. He really showed what he's made of, man. And it was was just all-around good fight. Like I said, all the belts, Ali Trophy. You know, he's he's the number one guy in the division, man. I mean. But what's next for a guy like him, man? I mean. They were saying Tony Bellew was calling him out. I heard. You and, know, Tony, and, and what, Cruiserweight? Cruiserweight. Okay. Yeah, so they're looking to maybe defend against him. Um, 
but other than that, you know, like we say cruiserweight is just that overlooked division, you know, and there's really no names there. So besides Tony Bellia, I really can't call it, you know, I really can't call it like who would be the guy that would help him stamp his legacy right which is sad too because he got all the belts and i would like to see him defend them but there's really no guys to defend against there so um and that's another thing too man you know in the predictions we we said this fight should definitely end in a knockout but that's just um the thing of boxing i mean power is good but it's only good if you landing exactly you know what i'm saying if you can't land then it's kind of irrelevant and I mean, the smarter guy out of the two realized that that I need to box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, keep my range and out of harm's way and stuff like that. Where the other guy just was looking for that knockout punch yeah. that, and it never came. I mean, it's it's about thinking too, is what I'm saying. And it's a chess match, you know. It is, and, yeah. And that's what I liked about Usyk was the fact that. He went in there knowing that he's dealing with the punches, so he was like, that's what he's going to expect. He might expect that from me, so I'm going to do the opposite because I can do it. You know, right. I right. got the other level. Even though so, I can punch, but even I'm, I'm still going to box. Them, I'm gonna still that's box. not smart to go in there and just yeah. rock them, sock them robots with this right. dude. You know exactly. what I'm Especially like his whole mind state, that whole fight, you could just see it in him, which is what I like about certain guys that, like we say, got that blueprint. They know when to turn it on and when to turn it off and when to put on shows like that and when not to, you know. He wanted the belt, so he was like, I'm going to box this safe fight, this smart technical fight, and still make it look good, you know. All right. And just make sure I take every single round, and that's what he did. But from here, man, like I said, the cruiserweight division, it's really, for me, it's just really hard to say besides a Bellew, you know. And even then, like Bellew, he's teetering between heavyweight and you know cruiserweight so it's really hard to say man yeah and uh, like you said it sucks um you don't get too many undisputed champions and um the fact that you have one it's not really a whole lot of options on the table for them um but that's just how it goes man you know cruiserweight yeah yeah man but um moving on from here man let's look at it let's go ahead and look at this fight weekend coming up, man. We got Dillian White versus Joseph Parker mm-hmm. jumping into that heavyweight division. You know, Dillian White, he's been very vocal about wanting that title shot, you know, taking on Wilder. Joseph Parker, you know, he's coming off of his uh, Anthony Joshua loss. Mm-hmm. Joseph Parker, um, he, he was, they both have that common opponent, AJ. Mm-hmm. But Dillian White, his fight was a little bit more. It was a little bit more dramatic on both sides, you know, ended mm-hmm. in a knockout. But I'd say that he did give AJ a pretty good fight versus somebody like Joseph Parker. I, Joseph Parker, he was kind of playing it a little bit too safe. Yeah, played it safe. Definitely. Played it a little bit too safe. So I can't, you can't always say going 12 rounds is really giving a guy trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely not. No. I so, mean, you could be on a bike for 12 rounds. So yeah, exactly. So looking at these two, man, like, do you really feel like whoever wins this fight really deserves to move on to a title shot next, man? What do you think? Um, it's really, um, it's really kind of like a interesting dilemma, Ant, because if if either guy wins, it's not a whole lot of potential for them at heavyweight. You know, I mean, just. 
honestly speaking, I mean, I don't really see any other big names that Parker would beat, and I don't see any other big names that Dylan would beat. Um, but as far as these guys um, matching up, I think it's interesting. You, you told me about it, I think, a couple of days ago. I didn't even really know about it, but I think it's an interesting matchup. Um, I know you said you were kind of leaning towards um, Dylan. Um, I mean, yeah. in this heavyweight, anything could happen. But I think I like Parker in this one, and just because um, he just seems to be the smarter fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, Dylan is, it seems to be that guy who can unravel in the ring and um, come apart. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's two, it's two different kind of, like, you know, personalities. And, and even though, like you said, Dylan, because I seen the interview that you were talking about, he was definitely humble when you seen a different side of Dylan White than you normal you know normally see, but is he's I think he's that guy that gets punched in the face in the in the ring and and, and gets wild and you know what I'm saying? Gets kind of yeah, I know what you mean. You know, um, gets kind of taking out his game plan. Yeah, like, pop, pop, yeah you know, yeah, positive. Wow. yeah, you know, yeah. um, you know, to me, Parker seems to be the more composed and just you know more laid back guy and um. In a fight like this, I don't think it's as much animosity as it was between AJ and Dylan White. You know, um, so maybe Dylan White won't come in, you know, with that same energy to this fight. So maybe maybe it will be different. You know, I don't know, but um, I know it was a lot of back and forth between him and AJ, and you know, so I think uh, Dylan White brought some unnecessary anger into the ring and paid for it. You mm-hmm. know, with AJ, but um. This fight, I, I do like. I think it's an interesting fight, and um, I, I just I, I I think I like Parker in, in this one. That, but like I say, either winner, what's really next for them? I mean, on the landscape. I mean, because I mean, I can't say these guys could be a Tyson Fury. I can't say these guys could yeah. definitely be the. I mean, yeah, I definitely don't. Because, like, that's my question, too. It's, it's because, like, okay, we know styles make fights. And looking at Dillian and Joseph Parker, they both they both fared different, you know? Like mm-hmm. like I said, Dillian White, he was able to rock AJ. But him being that wild card sometimes, not knowing he's unpredictable and not really fighting control sometimes can get you knocked out, right. which it did. And um, Joseph Parker, it was kind of like with him, he was more in survival mode most of yeah. the fight. He never really committed to being the faster guy, which he could have been and get in and out, in and yeah. out. And like, for no reason, like, did he get hurt? He, he never, it was like he was more intimidated before he got in the fight, you know, worrying about what was going yeah. to happen. Because, you, you know, know? Dillian, he tasted the power, you know. Yeah. He, he actually, you know, took the risk and tasted the power. That's why I kind of do lean towards Dillian in this fight, because I think that and going in this one, he know Parker ain't got that type of pop. You know, it is heavyweight, I know, but he know he ain't got that type of pop, so he might take more risks here, you know, and give yeah. Parker more trouble. But, like, if either of them was to win, like we say, like, what's next? Because are they really going to – are they really performing at that level and then get that title shot again and then do the same thing that they yeah. did the first time? Like, let's say if Parker wins, you know – we saw how he performed the first AJ fight. Say so he wins this fight, he get a rematch. Is he going to really try to get his belt back? You I know, mean, I, I, I seriously doubt it, and I just honestly think I mean he he's really too small to even be in the mix 
with those guys. I mean, Parker, Parker's not, not really a big guy. I mean, Dylan ain't really a big guy, but, I mean, everybody else is a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Outside of them, and um, so I mean, we we we. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of it's, it's it's an interesting fight, but it's 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 no reward. reward. It's no reward. Yeah. You know, because I hate to keep saying it. I hate to sound like an old man, but every time I bring up, you know, my time in the '90s division, it's like when Holyfield would fight and maybe lose to a Riddick Bow, they were going to fight again because he wanted it. You know, if he lost, it was because you make mistakes. It wasn't because he was in survival mode. He let off the gas. It was like, I lost because I got checkmate. So I'm going to come back and do it again. Or, you know, if Michael Moore was in the mix, you know, they're going to fight two or three times. You know, if one guy lose, you know, he's going to come back again and try to right the wrong. But it's like with these guys, sometimes you get the feeling like when they get in there with that big shot and they're they're done. It's like, are they are they really getting geared up to come back or do they really want to come back after they get that check or whatever it is now like don't yeah. you get that feel you yeah i mean and I, I think that's gonna be on the individual basis you know mm-hmm. i don't know how every every person would you know perceive that because some people do want legacy and you know some fighters do like man i i, I, I want to go in the books you know i mm-hmm. do want this um and some fighters just like yo i, I can pay my bills this year i'm good you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying um so we just had to see. We had to let stuff pan out and see, you know, wh- wh- where it goes. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't really know <laughs> what either one of these guys' intentions are. You know what I mean? They can't think that they're going to be unified at heavyweight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That can't even uh-huh. be in their cards, you know? So it's just like, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's a good, it's, it's, it's going, it's a good fight, but it's no real reward mm-hmm. for this in this fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like I like it on this level of just seeing, okay, Dillian White, Joseph Parker, like I said, I just want to see it as a fight. But it's not really like I'm unfortunately it's not really like I'm really thinking in the way of like, oh, when this guy went, he going to that next level, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. We say I can say like I bring it back to guys like, yeah, Mike Tyson, you know, or Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis when he lost to you know, who who who's his first loss to? Um, Oliver McCall. Mm. You know, he got back in there. He fought somebody else to get right. But you knew he was going for that title shot next, you know? Yeah. You knew he wasn't going to just say, okay, I'm going to just fight at this level. You already kind of, you got that feeling from him because that's the type of guy that was destined for it. You know, he, he was the one that, that showed you he had a legacy, you know? Right. He wanted a legacy. But like you say, for you for this fight, it just kind of stops there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we definitely dealing with a different um, caliber and fighters cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. Totally, and I mean, yeah, Holyfield in that era. I mean, he was fighting three or four times a year. That that could happen in a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that's gonna take three years to happen. Yeah. A rematch. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it's um, it's just it's just it's just so different now, and I mean, but it it is it is what it is, and this was on the table. Um, for this weekend, but like I said, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I'm still leaning towards Park. I think you know if he fights a smart fight, you know he might get frustrate, you know Dylan and capitalize on some some mistakes, counter him, you know to get, get some good counters off, and um, probably just get another safe decision. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm kind of leaning towards White by a close, maybe kind of a close. 
might be an awkward type decision where, you know, there's not going to be too much action in the first half. You know, I think that him being a little bit more awkward, I think he might be able to turn it up and realize he got to put the pressure on Joseph Parker and, you know, take some rounds that way. But I kind of see him maybe I see him maybe scoring some knockdowns in there, you know, because I think he still got pop, you know, if he can get his shots in. He his last fight was against that uh, Bryant. Was that Lucas? That was Bryant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I know he's not gonna be a target like Brown. Yeah, you know, just parking gonna be a target. In, yeah, in, in the ring. Yeah, that was a whole. Yeah, that's not going. That's yeah. not a good confidence builder for this guy. But you know, mm-hmm. but I think he just got enough. You know, like I said, enough little bit of slipperiness himself to kind of you know pull out this win. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see Saturday night, man. Oh yeah. But let's move on to the big fight, man. This is a fight I've been waiting for. Mikey Garcia got that WBC belt. Mm-hmm. Robert Jr. got that IBF belt. Bring them together, unify. That's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like we say, man, Mikey Garcia, this is a dude I always, you know, I do consider him one of the top pound-for-pound pound fighters today, you know, top five. Um, Robert Easter Jr., I think he is one of the best guys at 135, and he showed some lackluster performance in his last fight, but I think he still got that hunger. You know, he got that style that would give somebody like Mikey trouble. So just bringing these two together, man, and they just want to prove that they're the best in the division. I mean, what else can you ask for, right? Yeah, I mean, this 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 is what it's all about, right? I mean, so putting these two in the ring, what do you think is it that somebody like Mikey Garcia he got to do against somebody like Robert Robert Easter Jr. Man, I mean, me me honestly ain't. He just got to do what he do every fight. You know what I'm saying? Nothing special, nothing flashy. Just stay consistent, technical, fundamentally sound boxing. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just, just just flat out. I mean, the kid knows how to win. He's pedigree. You know, his, his, you know boxing is in his blood. So, um, I just think even though he may be a few years older than Robert Easter, he's way older in boxing years and experience um, than somebody like Robert Easter. Just from the people he's been around. And, you know, Robert Garcia was a world champion. He's a trainer. He's been around all caliber of fighters right there in arm's reach for for years now. So that's just, that's you know, that's a little um, different edge and and advantage that um, most fighters don't have. I mean, you know, I'm sure... Bunny's been around some fighters, but it's a little different because he's been around more of his peers. Mikey right. Garcia's been around everybody, whoever Robert was training, you he's, know what I mean, at that particular time. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's a little different, you know, mm-hmm. where Bunny's around peers, Adrian Broner, you know, maybe Javon, you know, people who are kind of in his on uh, his level, but where is he getting the wisdom from, the, you know, that that game from, you know, an older, old, older person in, in, in the game. So, um, I just feel like, you know, it's just he, he he's just a few levels above um Robert Easter Bunny right now for for a few different reasons. But that don't mean he gonna win the fight. You know, what I mean I just feel like he, he is a few levels above Robert, you know, but it's up to Robert to bring it and yeah. take that from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. when we say that he like you said, that's your opinion that he's a few levels above him, you know. He might do something else in the ring, you know what I mean? Like Who? Robert Easter, he might bring something else and say, "Hey, 
scratch that. You know, exactly. that's not exactly. happening. And, and, and that's and that's the beauty. Yeah, of it. that's the beauty of it. That's what we want him to do. He might say, "Well, damn, he is pedigree, but I'm street. I'm this. I'm gonna bring this and level. You know, negate his pedigree. You know, whatever it is, and you know, I mean, we 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 can't just outrule anything the East East is gonna bring. I mean, he got the goods to win the fight. You know what I'm saying? He got the height, the reach, all you know, the things that look good on paper, but you got to be able to use and, and capitalize on all those advantages advantages that you have, and um, you know, take advantage of them. Yeah. If, if you got all the advantages and you're not using them, man, then it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, you know, I, I Robert used to like when he first hit the scene. You know, he had me. He had my, you know, I was like, this dude mm-hmm. tall, you know, he's long for the division. He got that that powerful right hand, you know, he was kind of sneaky, you know. It's kind of, you know, like you didn't really see it coming. When he do, man, he be knocking people out. He's making that statement, but it just seemed like as the competition was getting better, you know, there were other fighters on that level that knew how to take away his height, mm-hmm. you know, knew how to make him fight short. But as a guy, his height, he's got to remember you got to fight tall, you know, you in this division, you the tallest guy in there, so you got to make sure all every time you taking advantage of everything you got at every moment, you know. Exactly. So he's gonna have to be able to translate that in the ring against a guy like we say that we seem prove to us that he is levels above, you know. He still has yet to prove to us that he's on that same level as Mike. He might think he is, you yeah. know. But that's, you know, that's good. He's supposed to think He's he, supposed to think that. You know, he's supposed to think or levels think above. That. He's supposed to think that. But as, you know, as watching from the outside, we we want to see it. You we, know? we we want to see We have to because see it. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible. I mean, like you say, I mean, it's, he, 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 Bunny might not be pedigree, but he, you know, his background, his upbringing may have cultivated something that come Saturday night, you know, helps him perform. We, we really don't know, Ant, but the question mark is there. Mm-hmm. You know the question mark is there. Like, yo, what, you, what, what are you gonna do Saturday night? Yeah, you know this the this the fight you say you wanted. It's the fight he wanted. Yeah, let's not forget it. You know, I mean, you know, Easter Bunny, you know, kind of called this fight out. So, you know, now it's here, and it's time to um, it's time to perform. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think you know whenever. A person always says that, you know, I want this fight. You know, I know they feel the pressure is going to be on them more. So, you know, like mm-hmm. we know Mikey, he wanted too. But I mean, when you made it vocal after another fight that this was the fight you wanted instead of this one, you know, those words, you know, they come back sometimes. So you got to make sure, you know, Absolutely. you you put everything into it. And going back, like I said, with Mikey Garcia, too, like like you said, there's not really just one thing he does that's great. You know, he's a basic boxer, but he always mm-hmm. finds a way to win. That's like when you say Mikey just got to be Mikey. That's because every fight he, he he's in, he's just being him. He's just being him. Dude. And, you know, you never say one thing is better than the other one. He's just in there. You see Mikey. You know, you don't Mikey. see, oh, Mikey bringing the left hook. Yeah. You know, Mikey going to the body. No, it's just Mikey finding some way to win. It's like a TV yeah. show. Like he's a star and, you know, he's the guy like you're always going to see come out on top because he's finding a way to win, you know? Finding a way to win, man. And for somebody like Robert Easter, he's got to take that show. He got to say, that's my show, you know? I'm going to find a way to win now. You know, he's got to be the guy to, you know, put his dominance, use that that height and reach in this fight, man. So, all around me, man, this is a good matchup, man. I mean, the more and more I talk it up, it's really hard for my prediction, man. Well, who are you picking, man? Um, I'm going to just base mine on the the, the equation that I – 
I put together and you know solved and I'm rocking with with, with um Mikey Garcia man just because um Robert Easter his last performances I haven't I mean I like the kid but I haven't been impressed I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything you know we seen Mikey Garcia and they were Adrian Broner you know school him for twelve rounds you know what's what's the last fight Mikey Garcia came off. Sergey Lipinitz. Yeah, you know, he's just been in there doing his thing. Took another know. belt at 140 yeah. from that kid. Looking, so. looking impressive. So yeah. um I'm 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 leaning towards Mikey. I mean by decision, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think I think Mikey I'm gonna pull the decision out and for me, yeah. Um both got good chins, so I say I definitely not I don't see this being a knockout, but um I could see it definitely be Mikey Garcia out working. You know, I could just I could see him out working. You know, uh, Robert Easter, man, like this ain't in no critic's eye. It's just almost like in a trainer's eye. I'm just seeing like your last few performances, you really had to step it up. You know, and there were moments in those fights where he didn't step it up. You know, and and you really and the thing is, they didn't step it up. You gave yourself trouble when you didn't. You shouldn't have gave yourself trouble. Right. You shouldn't have been on the inside when you didn't need to be on didn't the inside. Didn't need to be on the inside. Absolutely. You know, made the fights. Tougher than they were. It made, it made it tougher than it was. You know, that's what I'm saying. So what are you going to do to a Mikey Garcia fight at? When Mikey gets you in trouble, you got to know how to get out of trouble, yeah. but you get yourself into trouble in there. So that yeah. equation comes into play. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm about 60-40 Mikey. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, we don't know what Easter's going to show up because, you know, he said he wanted this fight. So mm-hmm. this is everything you, you want right now. So maybe he's going to perform to that level when he really, really wanted, man. But... Yeah, that that that's my call, man. I'm just ready for a good fight on this one, man. Yeah, I mean, it's happy, it's anyway, any way you slice it, it should be mm-hmm. it definitely should be a good. Made the best man, man win, bro. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. it. You know, for real, man. But um, I do want to bring up. I want to bring up this uh, fight weekend in Charlotte. We got Michael uh, Michael Williams Jr. We got Michael Williams Jr. fighting at the Grady Cole Center, July 28th. You know, shout out to Big Mike and Little Mike. And that that fight starts at 8 p.m. on Saturday, man. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, um, that's pretty much all I got on this one, man. Yeah. But um, like I always say, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We roll out. Just want to say my name, Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy, Boxing P, y'all. I'm just signing out. Peace. Wow.